Hey everyone, my name is Erin Hughes, and this is Episodes to Wellbeing at Work. Over the years, research has shown that individuals who have an established relationship with their primary care physician are better at adhering to relevant health screenings, take their medications more appropriately, and have better health outcomes overall. To learn more about how and why employers should encourage employees to connect with the PCP, we spoke with two experts from Ohio Health. Dr. Glenn Williams, Senior Medical Director of Ohio Health Employer Solutions, and Levi Fredericks, a Certified Nurse Practitioner with Ohio Health. Together, we discussed how guiding and supporting employees in establishing a PCP relationship can provide additional value to employers through lower healthcare costs, fewer sick days, and improved morale, and shows employees that they are cared for through appropriate and attainable benefit resources. Welcome back to Episodes to Wellbeing at Work. I am really excited today to have Levi Fredericks returning to our podcast. And also for the very first time, Dr. Glenn Williams is joining us. So welcome. Thank you for having me. So today we are going to be talking about the benefits of establishing a relationship with your PCP. So our very first question is just a really broad one. Why is this relationship important? Aaron, that's a great question. You think of your health care in general, and when you're looking through your life continuum, having a partner to help with your health care is very important. And when you look at the primary care provider, typically they're going to be on that journey with you. They'll get to know you, get to know what you need as far as health screenings, get to know your health conditions and what are the next steps and really go with you on that journey through your life to help direct you and help guide you in your healthcare continuum. Many studies have been done over the years on if you have a primary care provider, what is your health compared to those that don't? And they've found really time and time again that those that are engaged with a primary care provider typically have better health. They're screened more appropriately. They take their medications more often and and more appropriately and just have better health outcomes overall. And even when you look at populations across the country where there's more primary care providers, they typically see that healthcare, that population being improved as well. So those are just broadly some general reasons why having that relationship is important for your own healthcare. I specifically love that you called it a partnership because I don't know that a lot of people think about their care provider as a partner, but you're really right where you need to establish that relationship. And I think a big term here that people often overlook is being honest with your physician, because I think a lot of us are embarrassed or maybe nervous that we say something that we are doing or experiencing or share some kind of symptom that it could lead to finding something out that you maybe don't want to, but also just maybe fear of getting not necessarily reprimanded, but reminded of what you need to do and what you can do to live a healthy life. Yeah, very important and and bring up a couple good points. One is when you select a primary care provider, there's multiple ways to do it. You can go on a website, find a doc and see who's available in your area. You can get referrals from friends and family that are seeing a primary care provider in the area. Hey, who's good? Who do you enjoy? Who do you have a good relationship with? That piece is very important because just like in life, not every two people really mesh real well. 
So it's important to establish with somebody that you trust and you feel like there's good communication between the two. And if you don't have that, then it's potentially time to find somebody that you do have that good relationship with because it's so important in that mutual trust so that you can open up, you can talk about things that are on your mind that you're going through because there's no judgment. And believe me, primary care providers, we've seen it all. We're not gonna hear anything that we haven't heard. And again, there's little judgment and it's more about how do we get you through that situation? How do we get you through that maybe poor health condition or thing that you're doing that maybe not be the best for you or situation and getting you onto better health? That highlights really having that relationship is very important in that mutual trust with the primary care provider. Absolutely. And you mentioned people can have some barriers about finding a care physician. And you'd mentioned maybe not really knowing how to find one and, and asking for referrals from friends and family. Have you noticed in your experience, either either of you, anything else, any other barriers that you find when it comes to people trying to find a physician? Certainly, when you talk with friends or family and you say, hey, who you've been seeing as your primary care provider, and they say, oh, this person, I've seen them for years, they're fantastic. Well, a lot of times the folks that have been around for a while, the primary care providers, they're not seeing new patients or accepting new patients because they're full and they want to spend the time, the adequate time with each person. And so they can't overbook and overpopulate how many people they see. So it can be a challenge in that way to find somebody. But, you know, the numbers are growing. I think it's always a challenge in any community to drive folks to go into primary care. A lot of people coming out of med school or nurse practitioner school think specialty is the way to go. Everybody likes specialties. We're really trying to hone in on in the medical education world to show the value for these folks to go into primary care so we can continue to build the ability for people to be able to see a primary care provider without a lot of challenge because certain areas have more than others. You look at some rural areas and it can be tough. So it really is word of mouth, certainly like on OhioHealth.com, there's Find a Doc, and it can show you, depending on what area you're in, who's available and who's taking new patients. And sometimes even with that, if you have a family member that's seeing a physician or provider and they really like them and they say, can they see me? They might be full, but a lot of times if, if you're a family member and the provider's willing, they'll, they'll add you on as well. So some barriers at times, I think, trying to find somebody, but it just sometimes takes a little bit of looking and, and getting some recommendations from some people you know and seeing what's available. I think that, like you mentioned, there there thankfully now is more uh, online resources, which I've found to be very helpful as far as people can actually go on and look. Maybe they're interested in where someone went to school or where they had their experience in primary care. So when I have patients come to me looking for a PCP, I'm able to sit down with them and guide them through that process a little bit more than maybe years past. If you prefer a, maybe a male physician or a, a female physician or a nurse practitioner, you can kind of look through that and determine who might be um, available. I know specifically, like you mentioned on Find a Doc, it's nice because you can actually search and see who is accepting new patients as opposed to cold calling offices and maybe getting turned down because, you know, maybe their patient load is full or they don't have any new patient slots on their schedule. I love that too, that you are able to help them more so they don't have to feel that they have to do this on their own. 
they can talk to a medical professional about finding a PCP. And I know, Levi, too, you're in a really interesting position, too, because you work in an on-site clinic. So you actually had mentioned earlier, and actually we were on a, a meeting uh, last week, where you said that you really loved getting to work side by side with your patients. Yeah. And like Dr. Williams said, so much of the importance of a primary care doctor is that trusting relationship. I think in any relationship in general, personal relationships, relationships with a loved one, a family member, a friend, a coworker, it really does start and stop with the trust that you have with that person. And we've talked about it a little bit, but the term shared decision-making is used a lot. And I think that when it comes to a primary care provider, being able to have that trusting relationship so that you can come alongside them when it comes to making decisions about their health is very, very important with a lot of health information out there today. I think a lot of patients I see, they come with some knowledge base or they've researched symptoms and they have an idea of what's going on or they've read about this medication or this treatment and they have a lot of questions. So it's really important that you're able to come alongside them and make decisions and and help them navigate their own health, help determine what prevention screenings they might need. And if you don't have that relationship with that patient, it's really hard because you know you might not know what is their why, what stage of life are they in, what are they hoping to accomplish when it comes to their health and their well-being. Being in the, the clinic that I'm in, in an on-site because I'm here with patients working alongside them. Um, I do get to build a relationship with them. And although I'm not their primary care provider, I have made a point to really push that and help people that either don't have a primary care physician or really just have a lot of questions about the process. And I've definitely been able to help some people get in with PCPs. And I think that's made a lot of difference for them. And they're really appreciative of that. Levi, I love that, what you said about shared decision-making. That is so true. And medicine, despite maybe what it seems like, is not always an exact science or a clear, clear-cut recommendation. And that shared decision-making is so important because like anything in medicine, everything has risks and benefits. And so a great discussion with a primary care provider is what should I be doing as far as health screening, as far as cancer screening. And even within that category, there are pluses and minuses, and there's not always a clear recommendation. And having that, what is your goals? What, where are you coming from? And discussing with the provider, what are the current recommendations? What's the pros and cons? What is the value of this? Is so important and so valuable that uh, really lends to a good conversation, a good relationship with that primary care provider. Now. When I was doing primary care medicine, I had some patients that loved to have that discussion. Some that would just say, hey, tell me what to do. And so I think, again, where are you coming from? What are you looking for in that relationship? And trying to make that the most valuable for you as you can. Yeah. I love that we're touching on the ways that Ohio Health can help connect employees with the PCP. We've talked about our on-site clinics, but what are some other ways that you guys have experienced or been a part of that Ohio Health is helping? Certainly health fairs, getting folks out into the community, getting primary care providers out into the community to meet folks, 
to make sure that they're aware of a practice that's in the vicinity. There's other ways that trying to make sure the awareness is there for primary care. One of the things with current primary care and COVID drove this a lot is there's the ability to do virtual visits. And with the computerization of medical records, there's such an easier ability to contact your provider. We use MyChart through Epic, our CareConnect platform, and the ability to have some conversations and ask one-off questions instead of going through a phone tree or do a video visit if, if you're not able to come in the office has really opened up the ability for primary care providers to reach their patients and vice versa. I know probably for a while, with all of the COVID restrictions, that health fairs weren't really a viable option, but at least on the wellness side here at Ohio Health, we're seeing a lot more biometric screenings, a lot more invites to health fairs. So I'm excited that we can get out and in front of employees again to really make that face-to-face contact with them to help facilitate these referrals and some education for them. Yeah, absolutely. I know one of the other things that we have started to do, too, is implement an incentive design. So when we come out to do these biometric screenings or even if they can come in and see their PCP for an annual physical, a lot of times people can earn HSA dollars for just doing those things. And we're really lucky. We've had a couple of clients and they've seen really wonderful success with that. One of them actually the amount of people reported that have a relationship with their PCP after participating in these incentivized programs increased 6% over the last three years. And that is, I think, just such a valuable number and such a large number too. And I'm, I'm really excited that we're able to do that for them. Yeah, it's a great point. And a lot of folks maybe feel, well, I don't need to see my PCP. I'm healthy. I'm young. I don't have any other medical conditions, but the value of having that relationship to your point of getting more people there extends beyond driving their health in the immediate. Just having that PCP, let's say you're sick on a Monday, your options of, well, do I go to the urgent care? Do I go to the emergency room? What do I do? Having that PCP that you're established with opens up that door to somebody that knows you well and knows your health and any medications you may be taking, and you can call them up and be seen by them if you're a patient of theirs. So not having that, then you kind of have the option of, well, do I go to urgent care? Do I go to ED? And these are folks that they'll provide good care, but they don't know you like your primary care provider would know you. In these circumstances. So having that relationship and, and driving folks to establish with a primary care provider, even though right then they might not have a health condition or a, even a screening test that needs to be done at that time, developing that, establishing that relationship is helpful for the future, not just the immediate time frame. So the employers that with their incentive design are driving folks and, and incentivizing folks to establish primary care. Again, we looked at studies that says folks that are established primary care typically are healthier and have long-term better outcomes. They're getting their cancer screenings appropriately. So there's the incentive there for the employee to do to go, but there's really that long-term benefit of driving down healthcare costs and yeah. you know mortality, morbidity that is seen along with that as well. Absolutely. And I know you've mentioned before that the people engaging with these PCPs are going to make better and more 
shared, you mentioned that, shared decision-making, they're going to make better healthcare decisions. And you're right, they're going to see so many other benefits even beyond a PCP there, that relationship. They're going to have all of this information and the appropriate care that can help them have a better quality of life. And when we talk about quality of life, it doesn't just stop there. That bleeds out into everything, our relationships, our work-life balance, our ability to work, our ability to have personal life and enjoyment there. So you're right, just collaborating with their PCP and to see what kind of plans that they offer and what kind of support they can get from that is, I think, a a really great way that they can improve their quality of life. I would add uh, as well, talking about incentivizing biometric screenings or these systems where you can earn healthcare dollars or earn points towards your HSA, let's say. I think in the last 10 years or so, as I started my nursing journey and becoming a nurse practitioner, I think it's pretty evident how medicine has moved into the prevention and wellness field. And you can see how much more focus we're putting on prevention and early detection and cancers probably at the forefront of that industry, just realizing, man, if we can catch some of these things before they get a chance, it can really impact um, somebody's health and survivability, for example, with certain cancers. I mean, the statistics are just really, really amazing to see what an impact we're having. And really, when it comes to primary care physicians, I like to look at it really as a conductor of sorts, right? You're able to sit down with them and and they're able to really conduct and help navigate all these different preventions and, and screenings. And I just think it's really important and it's become more of a first line defense rather than reaction to symptoms or something that happens over the course of years. And I, I think that is really making a difference in a lot of people. Great points. For my last question for you two, it's just going to be, what advice do you have? Do you have anything that you would like to charge our listeners with to help get the ball rolling on this relationship with their PCP and how Ohio Health can help them do that? At the end of the day, helping people establish with a primary care provider to have that relationship is really, I think, for all the reasons stated by Levi, myself, and Aaron, is going to help reduce bad health outcomes, help reduce healthcare costs in the long run, ideally, and working through how to best drive that, whether it's through incentive design, through coordination with Ohio Health, to open up a line dedicated to getting your folks scheduled with primary care and coordinating the primary care. Just, it makes a lot of sense. And whether it's through somebody on site that's helping facilitate that or through our online or phone availability to schedule really makes a lot of sense to help drive that relationship. Yeah. And one thing I would encourage anyone is don't let maybe a negative experience or a currently negative experience with a primary care physician, don't let that be a barrier for you when it comes to seeing a primary care physician on a regular basis. And what I mean by that is very often I will have comments from patients about maybe they haven't seen their primary care doctor in a long time 
maybe they just, for lack of a better term, didn't really gel with them very well. And I think what I get from that is that trusting relationship didn't happen. I'm sure there's many reasons why it could happen or did happen, but sometimes maybe that relationship is severed. I would tell that person, that patient, hey, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of different primary care physicians. Don't let one negative experience or one negative relationship stop you from seeking that prevention and that care that we know is so important, like we've talked about today. So I, I would say find somebody else. There's a lot of options. In my scenario, I can help you or some other people might be able to help you. There's online resources, there's referrals, there's lots of different network options, depending on what insurance you have that can help you find a primary care doctor. So I would just encourage you that it's important and don't let that stop you. Well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this conversation. I think it shed a lot of light on the importance of the PCP relationship and what we at Ohio Health can do to help connect employees with that and get them the best care that they deserve. Thanks for having us. This is a great conversation. Yeah, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. There are plenty of barriers to finding a PCP and cultivating an honest and lasting relationship for well-being but the workplace shouldn't be one of them. Through biometric screening events, incentive design, and on-site clinics, employers are able to help close the gap between benefits and employee well-being to create an environment where employees can thrive on and off the clock. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for our next episode to Wellbeing at Work.